Are you living your best life as a salesperson or entrepreneur? Or do you find you're working all the time on this hamster wheel of life while stressed out and not financially free, which is the exact opposite of what you had signed up for, especially now in this global pandemic? If this is you, you are not alone. I found myself there in 2008 when I lost everything, including my health, and had to pivot working from home for the first time with no money. I rebuilt my life from scratch, juggling motherhood and marriage to get my life back and be recession and pandemic proof today. Now we live laptop lifestyles with our kids and are poised to travel the world together. How did we do it? Join me as I share my health and wealth and wisdom secrets, tips, tools, and expert interviews to equip you to be recession proof and live your best life. My name is Lois Kofi, and this is Healthy and Wealthy and Wise. Well, all right, all right, all right. Happy Friday, everybody. It's Coach Lois. I'm super excited for another live broadcast. Actually, this is the first live of April, and here we are. It's um, Earth Day week. It's almost the end of April, (laughs) April 22nd. Um, If you're tuning in, uh, go ahead and comment below, hashtag live. Um, If you're watching this, you're probably watching it from a few different spots. I uh, have a Healthy and Wealthy and Wise Facebook community, so I just wanted to acknowledge those of you who are inside of that. And of course, on my fan page, Lois Kofi Enterprises and YouTube and a couple of other places, just because I want to get this amazing message out there today. We're talking about personal branding. Um, So just if you're tuning in, comment below, hashtag live. And if you're even watching the replay, comment below hashtag replay. And hopefully you're inside of my Healthy and Wealthy and Wise Facebook community because that's where all of my guests are also. It's a group of like-minded, positive professionals who are looking for their best health, their best wealth, and their best wisdom in this new world that we have. And I'm so excited to talk about that in a different way than I ever have before today with you, Keisha Lee. I'll first go ahead and and introduce you. Um, I've known her for two years now. We've been um, in the San Diego area, both of us um, based, and she's a personal branding coach, a messaging mentor, a mom, and a leader. She's the founder of striking statements. And I'm so excited to have you here. I'm on your email list. I love your emails. I love your passion. We're both members of eWomen Network. And I'd love Mm -hmm. for you to share your story and how you got to be so passionate about personal branding. Yes. Well, first of all, thank you so much for the generosity and having me here to speak and share in the energy of your wonderful community. Um, Yeah. My name's Keisha and Really, the reason why I'm so passionate about personal branding is because I feel, and this speaks to the core of my business, um, Striking Statements, that every human, no matter where you're from, no matter what you do, has an inherent desire and birthright to be truly understood and heard, okay? And so with that, as human beings. And what I have found through my career from public relations to corporate sales to entrepreneurship is that while we do have this desire and we each have our unique strengths and areas of genius or zones of genius, when you're unable to clearly convey what you do, who you help, why it matters with uh, conviction (laughs) with authority, it really can stifle your impact and block your prosperity. Mm. And so I have created a business around supporting conscious, creative, brilliant um, 
entrepreneurs and coaches in understanding how to really use their voice, how to define their messaging and position themselves um, with through their personal branding to truly make a striking statement in the world. Because when we're better able to make a statement and to come from a place of heart and soul and essence, that is really magnetizing and it can really draw in the opportunities and the right people that can help propel your business to ensure that you have that reach and impact that you're here to make. I love it. I love it. And you use one of my favorite new words, magnetizing, because I am getting, <laughs> getting a certification called Mag- magnetic mind and how to magnetize. And so mm. I'd like for you to speak more about that because I think I see, because I, I do lead generation and sales strategies with people. And a lot of times they think they have to have the perfect lead generation strategy. They have mm-hmm. to have the, the perfect to do's, the how to's, the perfect landing page, all of the things. But I know you and I both agree there's something much deeper there that has got to be uncovered first, right? Yes, yes. And, and before they even get to that lead generation strategy, and just tell me if I'm wrong because I, I don't want to, I don't want to assume anything. But to be able to have make those striking statements through whatever lead generation strategy they have, whether it's email lists, whether it's podcasting, whether it's whatever, they gotta they gotta strike gold with what that that purposes or that passion, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so what you're asking, like, where does it really start? Yeah. Do How do you start? uncover that? How do people uncover How that? Uncover? That is such a great question. So my, my answer to that is twofold. The first one though, is to really get clear on what you stand for. It, it starts there. What you, mm-hmm. what your values are, what do you believe in? Some of my core values are creative self-expression, Mm. grace, Mm. clear, direct communication, integrity. And that's big with self and how that pours out Mm. and love. You know, every, when I create, I ensure it's backed by love because words on the page may look static. Your messaging, your voice may feel like one thing, but behind it is energy. And mm. so it's really important to get clear on what you stand for, because that's going to serve as your compass in terms of what you choose to say yes to, you know, the opportunities, the partnerships, the clients, how you choose to show up, what you say. And the second part of that in terms of where to start, the question I, I say, I give to my clients and community when, when really starting to, to redefine or to revamp your personal brand is, to ask yourself, how do I want to be remembered? Mm. What do I want? You know, how do I want to be remembered? You know, for me, this 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 life of entrepreneurship and impact and business is about legacy as much as it is about the other things that come with it, right? The independence, mm. the the creativity, the the money. It's about the impact and the legacy. So, how do I want to be remembered? Yeah, I love that. I love that. And, and I guess, how do you work with people for them to find that, uh, to dig into that? Is there any tips you have or anything that you like to share with the audience today? Yeah. So I mentioned some things that are my, I stand for, you know, creative self-expression and integrity and love and grace. Um, I have this manifesto. It's an I stand manifesto. So when I work with my clients, we do, I, first of all, ask them, you know, we talk about what's your, what's the vision? Like what, 
do you foresee? What do you want? Where do you want to go in the next two years or one year from now? What does that look like and how does that feel? And what's the impact that it has on your life over outside of the business, right? Because mm-hmm. if our business is, if, if we're doing well in one aspect, particularly in their, their business, then that's going to pour over into the other areas of our life, whether it's great or not so great, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's about really envisioning what, what do you want and how does it look? Mm-hmm. And then from there, looking at the choices that you're currently making or not, <laughs> in terms of how you show up, in terms of the the um, ways of making your offers and really putting yourself out there with the intention. You know, one of the things you asked me before we came on was, what is your intention? And I love that because I'm so big on intention. So we get clear. But um, just to sum it up, um, just to give it some more context, I work in three areas with my clients. The first is I'm covering the it factor. So when we look at the it factor, it's like, what is that thing that only you can do in the way that you do it? Because each of us has that, right? Mm-hmm. And so much of it comes from the places where we've been told we're too much. Ah, uh, right? <laughs> I remember you factor. speaking about that before. Oh yes. boy. Yeah. Please talk more about that. <laughs> so the it factor, you know, and, and growing up, you know, we're, there are societal structures, familiar structural structures, um, and influences and conditioning where you just being you, the essence of you mm-hmm. can be intolerable in some, mm-hmm. to some folks. And unfortunately, some of those folks that may have said, tone it down, you're being too loud, you're too inquisitive, you're too emotional, like you're too bossy, you're too direct, like stop. <laughs> you know, and that typically has come from authority figures, people from close to us. Um, and that has an impact on us as we continue to grow. And yeah. I'm here to shift that paradigm to say, look at those things. You know, you can also look at the things that people you get the feedback from, right? From from your audience, from your clients, from friends that are like, you're so good at that. But also that if factor is like you're good at that by and because of this inherent intrinsic thing that you do and look at that look at the places where you felt too much or you've been told that you're too much and embrace it and harness it because that is the thing that's going to make you really radiant when you understand it and own it um, for people and that goes back to that magnetism piece that's huge for personal branding Mm, I love it. You made me think of something. Um, and then I have some other questions for you guys. And I just want to remind you, uh, first of all, I want to give a shout out to Elizabeth Abara. Unfortunately, I can't see your beautiful face. I don't know what Facebook did. Facebook has been Facebook, right? Um, so uh, this is Elizabeth. You can't see her beautiful face, but she's here in the SoCal desert with me. She's a, my a beautiful jewelry maker and a goddess expert. So thanks for being here today, Elizabeth. I just wanted to give you a shout out. But this is the time, guys, if you're tuning in. You can ask questions. That's why I do live shows. Most podcasters don't want to, but I love live studio audience questions. It's more fun, more authentic, more real. So don't forget to start making those comments and questions below now if you can. Um, but anyway, you reminded me of that turning point for me in 2020 because I had always wanted to start a podcast, right? Mm-hmm. And But I was terrified. Like literally I hired a coach because otherwise it wasn't going to happen. And the week before my launch, Keisha, I was bawling my eyes out because Mm. I was so scared to speak my truth. 
to be seen, be heard as that. I'm, I'm actually a fairly loud, flamboyant extrovert. Um, and, you know, I had to kind of just ha- hid as a little good girl for a while, being told by everybody outside of me what I should do, who I should be, how I should act for several years. And it was, it was so soul crushing. So when I, if I hadn't launched my podcast, to be honest with you, I don't know where I'd be because it was a striking bold move to use, you know, striking statements to put myself out there, you know, healthy and wealthy and wise, mm-hmm. you know, that creative self-expression is so scary. Oh. And so I don't know if you have any, any tips, any thoughts on how to champion people um, and then mm-hmm. I have another question, but I want you to answer that one first. Yeah, well, you you saw my reaction that <laughs> to the scary part. Absolutely. No matter, gosh, you know, being seen and heard, it, it it is a desire, but it's also really freaking scary to be truly seen. It is. And as we expand into greater levels of um, our next version, we're continually evolving. Uh, and growing and expanding, there's going to be things that come up that say, mm-hmm. oh, are you sure you want to do that? And they yep. sound, they're so convincing. I mean, it's the, the reasons that really stem from the fear, as you say, and, you know, really can make a lot of sense. I'm busy. You know, I'm a mom, I'm an entrepreneur, I'm a partner, I'm a friend, sister, like, I can't do this. Or, you know, um, maybe I don't need to show up online today. Maybe people don't really care about what I say about this. Um, These are all normal. And my advice and suggestion to that when we start to become dim and contract instead of expand is to really, Mm. one, remember why (laughs) you're doing this. And that when you, once something becomes a part of your awareness, it becomes your responsibility. Okay, so mm-hmm. when I when I say that, it's you have a gift, you have a solution to serve and support others, right? That's what we do as entrepreneurs. We problem solve, we provide solutions to mm-hmm. people, to things, mm-hmm. to be of service. And when you you have that, you've started this, you've been on the journey, when these things come up or you're tempted, um, to not do the thing that you feel the nudge to, <laughs> but you're scared to, just know it's 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 normal. It's part of the process of growth. I would suggest getting some support if it's something that you really want to step into, like doing starting a podcast, launching a podcast, or you know transitioning your business into coaching, or starting to uh, offer products as an offset of the services that you've been doing. Get the support that you need in an outsource so that you can get that different perspective and to have that accountability and to, to create a plan of action a strategy. But you can also start by doing that and outlining that for yourself and comparing that to where you want to go, you know, and why you why you're doing this in the first place. Yeah, I love it. You, you, um, you sort of, it was perfect segue to my next question, but one of the things that you asked earlier is what do you stand for? And I'll be honest with you until I sat with similar questions, maybe not that exact same one, 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and journaling about it. That's I, it took me months to figure out the name of my podcast, right? Essentially, what what do I what do, what do I want to make a statement about? What do I want to share with the world? Who do I want to attract? What do mm-hmm. I want to talk about? What do I stand for? So it, right. it took meditation, it, it took, you know, journaling. And I find a lot of people, again, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sort of repeat myself, it, it maybe ask a different question in a different way. A lot of people don't really know what they want because they've been told by so many people. When you said mm-hmm. earlier, what do you want in the next two years? Mm-hmm. Most people are just looking at the immediate, I need to make money now. Mm-hmm. So what do you say to people that are like, I don't know what I stand for. I don't know what I want in the next few years. I just gotta, I gotta pay the rent. I gotta, I gotta figure this out now, Keisha. Mm-hmm. So where you, where you know where there's coming, there's fear and lack and all of that, but it, it's okay. so heavily pressured on the external society mm-hmm. views and all mm-hmm. of the things. So where do you go mm-hmm. with people when they say that? Right. Um, the people I work with are in a place where they've been in business, but obviously they feel that need to expand because there is a desire for more. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, but, and, you know, I have other people at different varying levels and places in their journey are part of my community. So to speak to that, okay, yeah, we have the immediate needs. We do need to pay our bills. (laughs) We do need food. Um, We, we do need the core things of essential things of, of living life. My thought on that is to really, I love how you said journal, like journaling is huge for me and really exploring how things would look if, if none of those things were an issue, like what truly, like in terms of, again, you're doing this for a reason, yes, to generate some income and beyond that, there's something else that you wanted that you saw. Is it freedom? Is it to be able to um, to create things in the way that your beautiful mind sees them that others have, have been unable to maybe mm-hmm. previously? Mm-hmm. It's 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 about tapping into the feelings mm-hmm. of the things that you know inside, like like inside that lead you there. So I really am really tuned into the conjuring of what it feels like and why, and then tying that to back to what it is, you know, how do you want to feel? Yeah. I love that. I love that. Thank you so much. You just uh, confirmed. I I like to like ask challenging questions because I I get a lot of challenging questions from people. Again, most people think I need the lead generation tactics, Lois. I need the, you know, just tell me how to do this. So um, I love what you're saying. I do have a question um, from Elizabeth. Thank sure. you so much, Elizabeth. She's asking, how do you recommend working through situational anxiety while being authentic and putting herself out there? Mm-hmm. I have a women's group and sometimes there is dead air or no response to my powerful work. And I can mm-hmm. attest to her powerful work. And she is an extrovert. She she has no trouble putting herself out there. So I'll. Mm-hmm. what would you say to answer that? For situational anxiety, when there's no feedback, <laughs> when it's like, oof, right? Mm-hmm. When it's just out there. Um, these groups can be, and specifically in a Facebook group that was, yes, can be so fickle. I'm kind of in the same scenario with mine. <laughs> <laughs> so, what, um, 
for the situational anxiety. So, you know, your work is powerful. She said it, you know, my work is powerful and there's no, I would say maybe mixing it up in terms of perhaps doing a poll, um, gauging like, what, what is it? Like, what kinds of things would turn you on and inside of a Facebook group or this one in particular, is it, uh, the sharing of whatever your practices may be. I'm not sure what you do for your, what your business is, but is it freebies? Is it being able to share? Is it um, dialogue and engagement opportunity, open forum? You know, I would just explore and maybe do some questions asking the audience in terms of what, what do you need? What would you like? <laughs> How can I help you help me to help you? And that comes from <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. And, and I, I know Facebook groups and Facebook's changing things all the time. Like I'm happy and grateful. We're actually live streaming in Facebook today. (laughs) So that's another general reminder too. Actually, that's a great question. Thank you so much, Elizabeth, for helping me. Um, Do you have any best places or things to be showing up out in the world uh, online offline in making those consistent striking statements for visibility, credibility, and profitability. So like Facebook groups or, you know, YouTube or anything like that. Yeah. Like suggestions, suggestions for the best places. Mm-hmm. Um, for sure. You know, I'm all about helping my clients really us to define like what really works best for their style and for where their audiences are, are obviously, right? And understanding like how to reach the, the most um, of that particular segment with in a way that's aligned with who you are, what you value. And of course, we're all about stretching. So for me, um, Okay, TikTok, like video is very, very important, right? We're on video right now. We're doing a podcast, live streaming on video. Um, And all of the platforms are really honoring that and rewarding that uh, video. Um, And so, however, you can do videos in a variety of ways, particularly on Instagram. I'll speak to that. Um, Did you have a question? Or am I? No, okay, no. Okay. I always look okay. like I have a question. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're making my brain think. So I'm like, oh, I could ask that question, but I am not interrupting you. So please continue. Okay. Um, not everybody, you know, you it really about knowing who you are and, and knowing what you stand for. This is all, this is practice. I say personal branding is a practice, just like meditation, mm. just like yoga. I am a yoga teacher. I'm a Kundalini yoga teacher. Oh. I use spirituality is a big part of my process of my life. Awesome. And, and so think of it as a practice. It's never a one and done. We're always going to be tweaking and, tr- and seeing how it goes and adjusting according, accordingly. So for example, like, okay, there's um, TikTok and then there's uh, reels that essentially offer the same thing, short clips of creativity or the opportunity to share some value, to show up, to get behind the scenes. Singing and, and, and pointing at words on a screen is not for everybody. And there's nothing wrong with it either, if you enjoy it. But for those who feel like I gotta do this and I gotta do that and I feel so stretched and I don't know where to really focus and then it's making me crazy because I'm seeing all these cool ideas uh-huh. and I'm suffering from, we can talk about this later, com- comparisonitis the affliction. Okay. 
So it's just like, know your lane and, and be okay with, with exploring, but also understanding not everything is meant for you. Mm. And, and that is okay too. It's extremely okay. Because when you really have that discernment as to, okay, LinkedIn is my thing. Email is my thing. Mm-hmm. Facebook groups are going live stream. That's, that's not my thing. Then really fine tune it because you're always going to have to adjust because the algorithms are changing. Things are changing. Really focus in and hone in. But yeah, you should. I, I think, I think having three places of exposure is great. The rule of three. I, that's my recommendation. And it's Ooh. up to you to figure out what that, what those will be for you. Write that down, guys. Write that down. And it's so so ironic that you mentioned that because that's what I did in the pandemic. I started with webinars, then I did podcast, then I did Facebook group, and then after that, I, I tested out with LinkedIn. So it took me about a year. But do you say I'm going to ask you that because I, I specialize in the 12 week year and going all in and focusing on one lead gen strategy per quarter, essentially, because mm-hmm. I find people are like you said, shiny object syndrome comparison. Oh. Oh, that coach has a YouTube channel. Maybe I, maybe I need again, right? That comparison mm-hmm. syndrome. Can you talk more about that? Because we are wrapping up. So, guys, if you, we maybe have time for one more question, and then we're going to start wrapping it up. As you know, I like to keep these to thirty minutes. So, talk about what you were mentioning about comparisonitis or whatever you said. Yeah, it's comparisonitis. <laughs> Thank so, you. Um, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's why my term I coined for perfectionism, fear of missing out. Hmm. essentially consuming more than you're creating and the Hmm. consumption of looking around, there's nothing wrong. We all, we are uh, by nature of who we are as humans, you know, connection and being able to have a reference point for things is, is essential. That's why we read and we're part of communities as we can share, we can see what's possible. Other people in their journeys um, can show us what's possible for us. And so looking at others for inspiration or entertainment is fine. However, when we go down the rabbit hole of looking at what this Jane or Jack or Tony are doing Mm -hmm. and start to judge our own work and question our own worth, which is very detrimental, um, that's where the affliction, that's when it becomes an affliction. And then we wait mm-hmm. and, and say, you know, it's not good enough just yet. It's not, it's not, I just need to do this other thing. I don't want to release this yet. It's not that. And what we're doing is we're withholding the magic. Mm-hmm. We're again, stifling the impact. People need to mm-hmm. hear what you have to say and see what you have to share in the moment that in the process that you're in, it doesn't have to be perfect. It just needs to be sincere mm. and you just do it and you're going to learn, right? You, it took you a year, Lois, to discover mm-hmm. your particular strategy and what works best for you. Yeah. It can take even longer for some folks and that's all right. The, the thing that matters is that you're exploring and you, you have a willingness to put yourself out there to try it to see how it works. And uh, so many brilliant people get caught up in comparisonitis. And that's why I included it as a segment in my course. And that's why I talk about it in my talks, because it's a huge thing. I am not excluded from having, you know, gone down that hole and, and worked with it the sooner. And that's why I talk about the art of minding your own business. The art of minding your own business is the, uh, 
the way that you can either prevent prevent, which, you know, it happens, but it also is a way to bring you back sooner to, to your own mission and goal, seeing, you know, your community and how much it's needed. But that whole it factor, knowing your values and what you stand for Mm. and being clear on like why you want this, why you're doing this, um, can really serve to support you with the comparisonitis affliction. Yeah, and it'll help you stay in your lane. Since you mentioned it, um, let's talk about your masterclass and then where people can find you to connect with you. Yeah, so I have a on-demand masterclass called the Embody Your Message um, three-part series. And so I have provided three core foundational steps to begin creating the messaging and embodying um, the energy for the personal brand and messaging that gets you noticed, remembered, and paid. So uh, it is absolutely awesome. The videos are no longer than 10 minutes. I think the longest one is eight. You get an exercise and they're delivered straight to your inbox. So once you sign up, you're going to get the practical writing tips and powerful action steps to, as I said, make a striking statement and get noticed, remembered, and paid. I love that. I love that. Noticed, remembered, remembered. and paid. paid. <laughs> that is so great. <laughs> so I have the link on the screen right now, but for those of you who are in iTunes later and hearing this later, um, go and uh, click on the link in the comments section or in the show notes. Thank you so much for giving us um, that class today, guys, and, 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 and Keisha. And, and guys, you want to take advantage of that, um, especially since it's so consumable. Um, and if you saw value in today's show, and I do have one more question for you, we'll, we'll, we'll um, I have a few announcements here. Please hit the share button because um, we, we went deeper and uh, this is a topic that's very near and dear to my heart because I see so many people getting stuck in their head about the, the to-dos and the how as opposed to the why, the passion, the vision that she's talking about. So um, on that note, I wanted to remind you guys, and this is kind of a, a big announcement, next week, Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific time, um, I'm going to be doing my last lead generation and sales mastery class for a while. Um, and I am going to be honing in more on um, uh, the actual, what is your best lead generation strategy right now. So it actually supports what we talked about today really beautifully. I won't be doing that masterclass again until the fall. And I don't know even when that's going to be. So please sign up. I will also put the link for that in um, the chat. And of course, if you're on my email list, uh, you'll get that email as well. And if you're not on my email list, go to healthyandwealthyandwise.com. And I'll be forwarding that um, email to you guys so you can sign up for that. So Last question for you, Keisha, as my favorite one to close out the show. Um, When you hear the phrase healthy and wealthy and wise, what does Mm. that mean for you? Mm. It means that the the three of them uh, together, really, I think that's the life that I'm living and on on trend to continue. Healthy, um, body, mind, and spirit, wealthy, wealthy monetarily wealthy and 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 rich relationships and connection wise the wisdom comes from experience and learning the lessons really taking the lessons from the life experience and journey that we can impart within our business within the way we raise our kids within the relationships that we have that's what that means to me i love it I love it. Well, thank you so much for adding value to our lives today. I know I feel enriched and inspired on this 
fabulous Friday. So thank you so much. Um, and guys, tune in next Friday. I have a really, really fun couple. Um, and the joke is I have Joe Rogan coming next Friday. And people are like, Joe Rogan. And I'm like, yeah, okay. So it's not that Joe Rogan, but Amy and Joe Rogan, they call themselves the Rolling Rollins. They are the epitome of healthy and wealthy and wise. They have van life. They are on the road all the time. They're one of the first people I ever met that successfully live hundred percent in the van life world and the gig economy. And they, they live a very minimalist life, but have a lot of wealth and health. And we'll talk more about that next week. So if you're excited to learn more about van life, and again, it is a different Joe Rogan, but just as amazing as the, as the other one, um, please tune in next week, same time, same channel, bring your friends and we'll look forward to seeing you guys until then Keisha and everyone here's to your best health, your best wealth and your best wisdom. Bye-bye for now. Bye. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed this, please subscribe, refer a friend, and please drop me a rating or a review. If you do that, I'll reward you with a free 20-minute free coaching session on crafting your journey to your best self. Reach out to me at lois at loiskofi.com to claim your 20-minute slot. Until next time, be healthy, wealthy, and wise.